Ask a designer anything.com. Hello, I'm Craig, and welcome to Ask a Designer Anything, episode 77. Today, I'm talking about something a little bit different that might not appeal to some of you because I'm talking about Adobe Experience Design CC. If you're not sure what that is, it's basically a bit of design software. So this episode is more geared towards designers rather than uh, my usual audience of small business owners and things. But I'm kind of excited about this software and it's really why I want to talk about it because I didn't expect to be excited by some Adobe software because often Adobe software is rubbish, to be perfectly honest. I use Photoshop day in and day out. I use Illustrator day in and day out. And I use InDesign most days too. And you've probably heard of some of those before. If you don't use those products very often, you probably don't realize how terrible most of them are in terms of Adobe being a massive organization that just introduced bugs into things over and over. But they are the main industry standard tools for making design stuff. So making websites, uh, designing logos... Uh, graphic design, anything you can think of is usually made in Adobe products. So Adobe have recently, I say recently, it's been out around a year now and it's still in beta, but they've launched something called Adobe Experience Design, which is meant for a new way of designing websites. And today's episode, I get into that and I talk a, a little bit about that and I try and give a quick review of the beta status that it's currently in, in March 2017. So let's get started at the first point. So the first point is the reason I love it right now is because it's super, super simple. Adobe Photoshop has got such a wide range of uses. It really has. It was originally designed as a photo editing package. So it's a little bit weird to use Photoshop to design websites because it was never really originally intended to do that. But that's what everybody uses Photoshop for because it's one of the only tools really that's really easy to use. Well, no, let's stop there. It's not easy to use, but it's one of the most effective tools for designing websites. And it has been that for a very long time. Since then, there's been other tools that's cropped up. There's other things out there that people use now. There's things like Sketch, which is really, really good. And we used to use that quite a lot at Genius Division, but we kind of stopped using it because there was just some annoying things in it. And one of the things to say about Adobe Experience Design is basically it is one big fat ripoff of Sketch. That is what Adobe are doing here. They knew they knew that they needed to release a new product that was more geared towards website designers because that is a, what a lot of people use Photoshop for. And they knew they needed to release a new product that wasn't Photoshop. And they dabbled around with this, with the design view mode in Photoshop, which basically made Photoshop much simpler and more designed for people to use to make websites. So they've taken all that experience. And I'm trying to say this as quick as possible to not to bore you on this subject if you're not interested in it in the slightest. So they took that experience from that and then put it into Adobe Experience Design. And they've tried to take everything they learned from there put it into a new app and basically copy all the best bits of Sketch. Now, I don't say it's a big ripoff of Sketch as necessarily a bad thing. It's actually quite a good thing because Sketch itself is a really good app and it's matured over time 
and it's really easy to use. And it's great that Adobe are trying to do the, the kind of the same thing with their app. So it's good that they're trying to rip sketch off in that way, but it's also bad in a way that they're trying to rip sketch off when they're not trying to make their own thing. The other nice thing about Adobe Experience Design beyond its simplicity right now is that just like Sketch, it's all vector-based. And now this is becoming more and more and more important. I'd probably say it's already important now. Because websites are mainly responsive these days, so when I say responsive, I mean websites that expand and contract to any browser window and any size, because people make websites that have got to work across such a wide variety of sizes and devices and apps and everything. So if you think now, if you're making a modern website, that website needs to work on mobile. It needs to work on iPads. It needs to work on laptops. It needs to work potentially on massive TV screens. It needs to work on tiny screens. It's ridiculous now, the amount of screen sizes and devices and different screen widths that websites need to work on. Because of that, everything needs to be vector, which basically means that things can expand and contract to any size. It makes things much easier to work on when it's like that than anything else. So Adobe Experience Design is all vector, just like Sketch again. It's very stripped back of fluff, which is really good because Photoshop is not stripped back of fluff at all. That is one of Photoshop's greatest assets, but also one of Photoshop's greatest weaknesses. And I can see what they've tried to do here. They've taken a lot of that stuff from Photoshop, simplified it down and put it into Experience Design much like Sketch. The final thing that's really good about Adobe Experience Design is the mobile device preview. It's a really good app. It's around on iOS and it's around on Android, which is really refreshing to see because Sketch has still only got an Android, uh, sorry, not an Android app. Sketch has still only got an iOS app, which I think is a little bit elitist these days. And I think it's, it's really important that you cater for Android as well as iOS. So it does have an app for both iOS and Android, which is great. And the actual device preview is really, really good and really reliable. And that's one of the main features I've been really liking. And one of the other features that I'm really liking is the animation feature and the simplicity of using it to prototype things. It's really, really effective for that. Today, for example, I mocked up a website in it. I mocked up a mobile screen size in it. And then I also made <clears throat> a quick page of what it looks like when you click on the navigation button and I did it within about five minutes. I was absolutely amazed how quick it was to make a working prototype that worked on my mobile phone that I could show people in the office and I could potentially show my clients. And it, I just made it so quickly. I was really, really impressed by the speed of that. Obviously it's got some downsides as all these things always do have. And some of the downsides mainly is that it's too basic right now. It's basic and it's simple. And it's simple, which is really good, but it's actually too basic. I mean, you can't even underline things right now in Adobe Experience Design, which is a bit ridiculous, really, to say it's meant to be a website design tool and it's meant to be a tool that you're using to design experiences. To not be able to underline things, which is one of the most basic features of websites since day dot, is a bit ridiculous and it would be such an easy feature for them to add. Also, one of the, the weaker things of it right now is that you can't manipulate shapes correctly. You can't do too much with it. Basically, what I'm saying is, is it is really basic right now. 
I'm trying to use it on a website. I tried to use it for a professional project today and it's not there. It's not there enough for it to be able to be used for a professional project just yet, which is a shame. It, It really is a shame. And I'm hoping that they start to advance it on a little bit and they take into account some of the feedback that people have been giving them. But it is a really good app and I'm really excited about the future of Adobe Experience Design. I don't know why it's taken me so long to bother to check it out. I think that's probably my cynicism about all this kind of stuff that when these new apps come out that Adobe make, they've made a lot of new apps in the last couple of years to try and target this market. And Adobe Experience Design seems like the first serious time they've actually bothered to make it properly for people. And that's why it's really exciting. I hope that they're going to keep continuing to develop it and I hope it turns into something really good because it's already nearly there, I think. So that was episode 77 and you can find the show notes at askadesigneranything.com forward slash EP77. If you've got anything that you want to ask me, I kind of forgot what I was going to say then. If you've got anything you want to ask me, I do this podcast every single day. And I'd be really interested if you've got a topic around design or marketing or business or mindset or any of those stuff. If you've got one of those topics that you want me to talk about, I'd be really interested if you could email it over to me. Go over to my website at askadesigneranything.com. Find the page, ask a question. I've even made a page for you. Find that page and drop that question on there and I'll answer it in a future episode. If you want even more marketing tips, I put out an email newsletter every Sunday. So it's in your inbox for Monday morning. I like to share a bit of an inspiring story in that email. And um, I usually just talk a little bit about some stuff that I've learned that week, some books that I'm reading, some links that I've found if I've found anything useful. I think it's really worth checking out. It's not very long. And I always try and keep it short and sweet and just try to inspire you for the week ahead. I think it's worth checking out and you should go check it out. And then finally, if you listen with iTunes and subscribe with iTunes, I'd really appreciate it if you could drop me a review. And thanks so much for listening. And I'll see you tomorrow on another episode of Ask a Designer Anything.